Hi, I'm Jesse Pruitt, and this is The Light of Hope. Thank you for joining us. We'll get right to the lesson. Last week, we did John chapter 1, and we covered verses 1, 2, and 3. Now, I did mention that we were teaching this at our home church on Wednesday night in Midland, Texas, Alamo Heights Baptist Church. If you happen to be in the area and you want to come here in person, we do get more in-depth. And it's not that we cover more material. Uh, you might say that we, in this podcast, even though it's about 15 minutes long, uh, approximately each um, each episode, uh, we kind of cut out the lanyap, as they say down in Louisiana. So... <laughs> All you're getting with the podcast is the meat and potatoes. You're not getting any of the dessert, uh, any of the, you know, the veggies and stuff like that. We're just getting right to it. So uh, you're not missing anything. It's just that uh, we do have questions and comments and things like that. So if you're in the area, you'd love to come hear it live, then by all means join us. Be my guest. So John chapter 1, we're talking about who is this Jesus? John's Gospel, as we mentioned on the first uh, of, of this series, John is an eyewitness, and he is introducing Christ. Unlike a couple of the others uh, in the synoptics, he's introducing, introducing Christ as deity. And he, he makes sure that we understand who he is. That he is God. Now we mentioned also that uh, some try to uh, use the word, the the language. Uh, they try to uh, manipulate it in such a way as to make it appear that Christ was a created being. And we have learned from that. And go back and listen to the first uh, episode, and you'll find uh, that the Scripture bears out <clears throat> that Christ is deity. He is God in the beginning, before the beginning began, is basically what that means. So Christ is God, always has been and always will be. So in verses 4 and 5, just to get right on to it, we find, In him was life, talking about the Lagos, Christ, Jesus. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shines in darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it, or was not able to comprehend it. <clears throat> I think the King James says, comprehendeth it not. I believe that's the way it says. Anyway, um, we're going to talk about, just for a few moments, the great illuminator. Life. Man, there's a, I read after a lot of older commentaries and people from before 1900 and I <clears throat> get a lot of wisdom from people in those days and there's a great great vast difference between something that uh, is nothing and something that's what one of the old timers said <laughs> great difference between nothing and something I love to hear some of the old preachers from way way back and how that they would uh, man God just just used them in a mighty way. Uh, I wish I had time to share all of that with you on this. This is a brief podcast, so we don't really have time to do a lot of that. But I remember one in particular uh, that was preaching. It was an old tape, it was an old cassette tape that I had many, many years ago. And a fellow said that uh, God, 
stepped out on nothing and to and to create everything and the reason that he stepped out on nothing is because there was nothing there <laughs> i thought that was so amusing but it's so profound <clears throat> and he spoke everything into existence now you're going to find that's that's very scriptural he spoke everything into existence and there was nothing and all of a sudden when god spoke there was that which he created uh, there's a vast difference between <laughs> nothing and something. I just thought that was so cool. Um, there's a lot of difference between non-living atoms, for instance, and living organisms. Uh, science likes to study, you know, uh, both, but nobody can really explain. I guess that's what I'm struggling with right here. Nobody can really explain to you uh, and if you've got a scientific mind, it's, you're going to have to have everything explained. Uh, you want to see the, you know, the science behind it or the reason or the logic behind it. Nobody can explain to you how and why. There's a, always, there are always theories, but nobody can explain to you how life exists or why life exists from this scientific standpoint. And I've use this many times the reason i think many times they want to uh, talk about billions and billions of years is because they want to span that time out so far that it would be possible for just almost anything to happen um now i don't want to argue with a bunch of uh folks that want to believe that way but my point is this the scripture gives us, and you, I've heard people tell me this, preacher, that's, that's just what the Bible says. You're just going on what the Bible says. What about science? Well, science has never disproved anything in the Bible. Never. It never has. In fact, it has substantiated many things. But the Bible is to be taken by faith. The Word of God is to be taken by faith. And you... You know, you say, well, I, that doesn't make any sense to me. Well, even one old preacher said one time that it wasn't intended to make sense. It was intended to make faith, and that's, that's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to believe God. And you see, God put that part uh, of us in us. He put that capability within us to trust Him. Okay, that's, that's what I'm getting at here. He gave us the ability to trust Him and believe Him. So sometimes uh, we... we argue against our own logic and try to try to prove things and um, like the old story that I heard when I was a kid uh, a preacher told it uh, he was arguing with an atheist doctor and the doctor was telling the little boy who believed in Jesus and he said oh he didn't believe in spiritual things he couldn't see it and he couldn't feel it and he couldn't you know all these kind of things and uh, the little boy said well what about pain and the doctor said well um I know pain's real. He said, well, can you see it? And he goes, no. He said, well, I can feel it. He says, well, there you go. He said, it's no different than, than spiritual things. You know, um, I mean, there's a lot of things that we know to be true that we might not be able to explain it to people. So John is explaining to us where life originates. He, he is giving us the beginning of life here. And he says in verse 4, In him, the Lagos, in Christ Jesus, was and absolutely is eternally life. And the life was the light of men. Now, we're not talking about 
a sunbeam shining down from you know the heavens and and warming the earth here that's not the kind of light we're talking about what we're talking about here and what john is talking about is an illumination <clears throat> he's talking about an understanding He's talking about something that happens when you hear the good news, the gospel of Jesus Christ. And when you hear someone talking about Jesus Christ, as one guy said one time, as if you know him personally, and I hope that you do. I hope that all of us do when we talk about him. But he says, when you know him personally and you talk to someone, it warms the heart of that person in a way that we don't understand how that happens. I mean, this is the Holy Spirit from within the life of a Christian sharing Jesus Christ and the good news of Jesus Christ with an unbeliever. And that 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 is something we can't see. We can see the effects. And, and we're going to study when we get to the third chapter of John about how that Christ was talking to Nicodemus and he was talking about the wind and things like that. And he said, you, you don't understand how all this stuff works. You just see the effects of it. So we can see the effects of, of what happens when a person trusts Jesus Christ. But we can't see what's going on. That's God's operation. That's God's business. So what he's saying here is this. In Christ, in Jesus, in the Lagos, was in his life. And that life was and is the light of men, the illumination of men. So what happens is we hear the word of, that's why it's so important for you and I to share with, and there's nothing wrong with gospel tracts. There's nothing wrong with inviting people to church. Don't, you'll never hear me say that's a bad thing, but that when that's all we do, then we're missing something wonderful because we're intended as believers to take our voice and our life and our actions and we're intended to verbally share with other people the, the glorious truth of the Word of God and the existence and the person of Jesus Christ. And in, in that sharing, in that gospel message, there's an illumination. The Holy Spirit does a work there and he helps people to see and understand who Jesus is. That's that illumination. That's the light of men. He said in verse 5, And the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not understand it. And, and I think it was Dr. McGee that said, J. Vernon McGee, that said this uh, comprehended it not or did not comprehend it, was kind of like, um, I believe he used the illustration, of, of someone taking down dictation and they didn't understand it and they they might would say no no I'm sorry I can't take that down because I don't I don't understand I don't comprehend what you're saying so it's in the sense of taking it down it's in the sense of understanding and it's in the, it's in the sense of not overpowering it darkness cannot overpower light now just think for a moment if you want to talk about reason for a moment, let's just let's take our common sense here just for a minute. And and the gospel is not based on common sense. Don't don't misunderstand what I'm saying. But we can use some simple truth to help ourselves understand uh, some things about God. So <clears throat> darkness cannot overpower light, but the 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 lightest, the simplest light, the weakest light, can dispel darkness. And that's the way it is. And, you know, the more light that there is, the darkness has to leave. And I think what's happened in America today, and I've said this several times, uh, I think what's happened, the reason there's so much darkness coming in around uh, our nation and, and uh, our world is because maybe we're not shining our light like we should. 
maybe we're not doing the job that we should do. <laughs> that puts a lot of burden back on us. Because his light, his illuminating light, helping people to understand. Now, in, in, uh, in Proverbs 28, um, you'll find that said, uh, the wise man said that uh, evil men do not understand justice, but the righteous or the upright do. Because <clears throat> evil man cannot understand the things of God. The things of God are spiritually discerned. So people who are unbelievers, people who are lost, people who don't know God in a personal way cannot really understand righteousness. They can't understand justice. They can't understand the things of God because these things are spiritually discerned. That's what the scripture tells us. So until we have a relationship with Jesus Christ, we cannot effectively understand the things of God. That's just a just a fact so we need to we need to think of it in that way we need to know that lost people they can't understand these things you you, you can tell them all about it and they're just looking at you like uh, as my daddy used to say like a calf looking at a new gate they have no idea what you're talking about and the world has no idea what we're talking about I mean, it just doesn't they don't have any idea what we are talking about when we talk about God so what we have to do is we have to pray and we have to study God's word and we have to share with them. And we have to pray God will burden their heart. That's his job. That's not ours. It's not my job to convict. I can't convince you or convict you of anything. But the Holy Spirit can. And he will. If you allow him to do so. Jesus Christ, the great illuminator. Now join us next time. And until next time, this is Jesse Pruitt. You've been listening to The Light of Hope.